Sidney Crosby's back. Okay, well, he's not really, but he kind of is. Let's talk about it. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Today concludes the team's development camp. I'll be out there in Cranberry covering the one event that really semi-pseudo-quasi-counts out of this experience, and that's the annual scrimmage. They go at it pretty good. They don't hurt each other or anything, but it's a real live brisk game under the eyes of everyone in management. These prospects know that they have a chance to stand out, and in the case of the better prospects, they feel like they have a responsibility or a burden to stand out because that's the way they're seen. It can be and has been in the past just a terrific thing, and I'm looking forward to it. But yesterday, yesterday, the news occurred on the other rink. If you've ever been to the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex, you'll know that there's two full-sized NHL rinks. There's the main one that's got the the bleachers that can seat up to 900 or so people, and then there's the other rink that's, well, it's the other rink. It's the second rink. The second rink had all kinds of drapings and coverings and blinds over the windows. So Dave Molinari, the Hall of Fame reporter for us at DK Pittsburgh Sports, thought he would just kind of waltz in there and see what was going on. And he shot some video of none other than the captain. There was Sidney Crosby out there with an instructor on the ice doing stuff, doing drills. Now, there wasn't a whole lot that our site was able to pick up because it didn't take long for security to take Dave out of there. But enough was witnessed that it can safely be said that Sid is participating in workouts. Now, what's that going to mean toward the opening of the main training camp later in the week, or more important than that, the opening of the regular season next month? It may be something, you know, maybe more than you might think. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T, Sportsnet, Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/dk. See, it's just for us. fubotv.com/dk. Very very generally speaking, a player doesn't begin rehab on the ice, even from an upper body injury, until they're at a certain level in the recovery of that specific injury, or in this case with SID, surgery. The reasons for that are different from issue to issue and person to person. So I'll reiterate that this is general, what I'm saying, that even someone who's had, let's say, uh, a shoulder injury or something to the hand or the wrist, they don't get back on the ice, certainly not in any organized context, until there's some kind of target date at hand. Look, Sid isn't just any guy, obviously. And if Sid says he wants to skate, he's going to skate. If he says, look, I can protect my wrist, I can make sure that I'm not using it, you're free to put it in a splint or whatever to keep me from uh, 
operating on reflex where I'm trying to grab a stick or move left to right or brace myself if I should slip on a bad patch of ice and you can trust him, that's fine. But I'm way, way, way more inclined to believe that neither he nor the Penguins medical people would allow him to put himself and his status at risk by going out on the ice if it wasn't at least reasonably safe, meaning that he'd have some use of the hand or the wrist. Total speculation here on my part. I feel like I need to attach a gigantic asterisk to this entire segment, but it's at least speculation that's rooted in 25 years of covering this beautiful sport at the NHL level. And this is how this has gone for others coming back from this type of injury or surgery. So what's the timetable? Well, we haven't had one in the first place. The only thing that was made known was that Sid would miss the start of training camp. Everyone has spoken within the organization as if Sid will also miss the opening of the regular season. I believe that. They'd certainly have no reason whatsoever to be deceitful about that. And I don't believe that he's on any kind of accelerated anything based on this specific participation that we witnessed. But I do believe that when you have any kind of timetable, any kind of update, any kind of thing that you see, it's better than not having one at all. And that's basically where we've been with both Sid and Evgeny Malkin for a while. Ron Hextall has promised updates on both of them as the Penguins get closer to the start of training camp, which again is later this week. And that's great. But this arguably was even greater. This was this was this was a sign, I think, that whatever target the team and the captain have for his return, it's not something that's way out there. I think you're gonna see him fairly soon in the regular season. Now all we need to do is to get Dave to bust into some other rink and find Evgeny Malkin. Get to it, Dave! When we come back, just one question. time for just one question and that's always brought to you on this program by the good people at the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania they in turn of course need your help as well visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how you can do that to find out how one dollar from you is all it takes to provide five full meals one buck five meals that's how efficient they are pittsburgh food bank Org. Our question comes from Matt, who asks, with the absence of Crosby and Malkin to start the year, how much do you see Mike Sullivan flirting with the idea of Jake Gensel as a center for a few games? You know, that hardly ever comes up. And I'm surprised that it hasn't because Jake's had some background at center. Problem is, the background is well in the background. So I don't think you're going to see it. The Penguins always have concerns about Jake's durability. Not that he isn't tough or anything like that. Certainly not. Um, If anything, Sullivan refers to him as maybe the toughest guy on the team in terms of what he can endure. But they also try to take precautions so that he doesn't wear down over the course of a long season because opponents will, as we saw with Barry Trotz and the Islanders, make every attempt to beat the living snot out of him as occurred in that first round. 
and try to make him as ineffective and unproductive as possible. And I'll say this again, it's really to Jake's credit that he was still standing at the end of that series with some of the brutality that he had to endure from Scott Mayfield in particular, who really, not to veer off subject here, but like I had no idea that dude had the evil DNA that he does, but he really showed me something there. Not that you don't want the dudes with the evil DNA on your side. That's not necessarily a criticism. Jake had the one goal and, and really didn't have that much of an impact. And Sullivan and his staff and everybody, are they're aware of it. They, they want to make sure that Jake is fresh. So I don't know that putting him into a position where you're playing center, where you're taking draws, where you're getting hooked and hacked and whacked and everything right there in the circle is going to make them feel any better about any such move. But I think more significant than that is if you're going to look at this depth chart that the Penguins will have in training camp, minus Sid, minus Gino, you can put together a roster, an opening night roster for Tampa that has four NHL centers in Jeff Carter, Teddy Bluger, and Rodriguez, Brian Boyle, if he makes a team, which he now almost certainly will, with both Sid and Gino being out. And you can get by like that. You don't need to slide Jake over and get all gimmicky because then here's the thing. You put Jake at center, what are you doing with the top line? You know, what are you doing there? You're putting Jake into a spot he hasn't played in forever. And you're moving who up to left wing in Jake's place? Like Jason Zucker, are you doing that? You know what I mean? It's already unsettled enough without the two superstars up front that I don't think you need to unsettle it further. I would stick with the centers that I mentioned. And if a couple other guys happen to work their way into the mix, like let's say a Radim Zahorna, then that's a much easier adjustment to make through camp, through the preseason, before the plane takes off for Florida. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. And I want to mention here that if you're at that scrimmage today in Cranberry and you happen to see me or anybody on our staff, feel free to, you know, say hello. You know, just walk up. Don't think like, oh, no, they're too busy or whatever. Just just come up and say hello. It's cool. Hope to see you there. 